Welcome to the home of the blessed people, and here is our host pastor, Pastor Dayo Ademo. You, the God that sees in the secret, will reward in the open. We thank you, Father, because surely your will will find expression in our lives. And we thank you because we have not gathered to an ordinary place, but unto your presence. And we are trusting you, Lord, that there will be a shift in the realm of a spirit in our favor, even after today's encounter with your word. Thank you, Father, because lives will be changed, destinies will be transformed, and all the glory will be unto you. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Come on, let's put those winning hands together for Jesus. Thank you so much, Royal Voices. That was wonderful. I want to welcome you once again to God's house this morning. And I want to ask you, are you ready for the word of God this morning? Come on, if you're ready, let me hear you shout, yes! Glory be to God. To the word. I want to encourage all the young people. Don't forget, awakening is coming very, very soon. Get your t-shirts, get your swag shirts, get everything you need to get. Amen. And God bless you. Amen. The secret place part, is it part four now? The secret place part four. I want to say good morning once again, ladies and gentlemen. You're welcome to the month of a secret place. This is a time in this church, in this ministry, and in several churches all over North America, waiting on the Lord, seeking the face of God, in fasting and in prayer. I want to thank God by next week, we are going to be rounding off our 50-day fasting and prayer. Please, okay, some people are celebrating. Woo-hoo, woo-hoo, it's time to buffet the body. Look at my jacket, it's so free. Praise God, amen. I pray I don't go back to this size anyway. Praise God, amen, amen. It's, it's good to shed off some of it, Amen. And um, it's, it's been a wonderful time. Can you please quickly put the prayer line on? Because from tomorrow, we are going to do a 6 p.m. Because it's our last week. We want to really put in some great emphasis on praying. So we're going to have six, I mean 5.45 a.m. to 6.30 on the Monday. And we are going to have the break time as well which is 12.05 to 12.30. So it will be a.m., early in the morning, and break time, we're going to pray together, just for the emphasis for Monday to Friday. And then on the Saturday will be the grand finale, which is a night of turnaround, a night of great turnaround on the Saturday. Praise God. Please take note, next Saturday, 6 p.m., you come to church, and what you, want, what you come to church with is something that represents your dream. Uh, perhaps some of you are here, you need new jobs, come with your resume, praise God. Uh, uh, come with your CV, if you have a business, uh, whatever represents the business, come with it. We would not frown at you if you bring a wig to church. We know you're a hairdresser, all right, praise God. I'm just trying to say, come with anything that represents your dream. Is that okay? And God will bless you mightily. We want to ask the Lord to put his hand strong on that dream of yours. And some of you, you can write your dreams in a piece of paper if you can't bring it physically to church. Amen? And we're going to believe God for a prophetic impartation on those things that represent our dreams. It's 6 p.m. next Saturday. Don't forget. And God will bless you mightily as you do that. As we have all learned, 
that fasting is God's appointed way of humbling ourselves before him. We fast to make, we don't fast to make God more powerful. God will not be more powerful than the way he is. He's still the all-powerful God. Praise God. But we fast to put ourselves in alignment with God so that his will can be made manifest in us and through us. When we humble ourselves, according to 1 Peter 5, 6, under the mighty hand of God, he will exalt us. He will promote us. He will lift us. James 4, 10 says, in the sight of the Lord, when we humble ourselves, he shall lift us up. Everybody say he will lift me up. So this season of the secret place, we are expectant that the lifter up of our head will lift us up. There is someone under the sound of my voice this morning that will be lifted beyond what words can describe in the name of Jesus Christ. You'll be lifted more than what you have ever dreamt nor imagined in the name of Jesus Christ. From the previous series in part one and two of The Secret Place, we have learned that God is a God of the secret place. There is a God in the secret place. There is a God who resides, who dwells in the secret. Matthew 6, 6, Matthew 6, 18 tells us that there is a God of the secret. The secret is not just a place you go. The secret is a place for serious business. The secret is a place where God resides. And we learned a lot of things about the secret place. Number one, we learned that we both fast and pray in the secret place. Those are the activities that take place in the secret place. We fast and we do what? We pray. Number two, he expects us in the secret place. The secret place is a place where he expects all his children to come. He expects his children to come and see him in the secret place. He expects his children to come and have a one-on-one -on -one with him in the secret place. They should seek him with fasting and prayer. Number three, we have learned that he sees in the secret place. Not that he doesn't see in the public place, but we are being told that he sees in the secret place. And what he has seen in the secret place, because of what he has seen in the secret place, he's going to reward us openly. Everybody say open reward. God gives open reward. Number four, we have also learned that he rewards openly after the secret place. He sees in the secret number one, I mean number three, and number four, he rewards in the secret place. Number one, number five, oh, I want to lay emphasis on something that he expects you there. Somebody tells your neighbor, he expects you there. God of the secret expects you in the secret. Don't be missing, don't be absent in the secret place. It's a place he wants to see you constantly and consistently. Don't make it once a while. Make it a regular. Make it a dwelling for you. A lot want open rewards. Please listen attentively. A lot of people want open rewards. Who doesn't like reward? Everybody likes being rewarded. Everybody likes being rewarded when you are worth it, when you, don't, when you are not worth it, when you feel like, when you don't feel like. Everybody likes reward. Reward is very rewarding. But listen to me. A lot of people want open rewards, but you had not yet been seen in the secret. It is only those that are seen in the secret that he will reward openly. 
He will reward them openly. You remember the disciples when they were struggling with that demon in Matthew chapter 17, verse 21? When he told them this kind does not go except by what? Prayer and what? Fasting. What was God trying to say? I looked for you in the secret place. I did not find you. So there's no reward for the public place. The one that sees in the secret will do what? Will reward in the open. I pray for somebody this morning. God will see you in the secret. You will be in the secret. And he will see you in the secret. The question is this. Where is the secret? We have learned that the secret place. It is where God of the secret sees his children one on one. It is where the God of heavens sees his own children one-on-one. How many children of God do we have in the house this morning? Let me see your hand. It is where he sees you one-on-one. And you must know that secret place. You must be ready. He wants you in that secret place. He's expecting you. The question is where does God see you face-to-face? It's a place to dwell. It's a place where God has set up residence. Many believers are expected here. Many believers are expected to be there. Like this month is dedicated for that. We are fasting, we are praying because of the God of the secret. He expects us there. We should be there. He wants us there. The question is, are you there? He said in the book of Matthew chapter 6, he was even saying, the God has, he said, anytime you have a child, go to the closet. But what's in many people's closets? There are clothes there. There are perfumes there. Different grades, different kinds. There are different bags, Prada. There are different uh, designer wares. Praise God. But is God there? That is the question this morning. Now you know the secret place. You know the activities there. It's fasting and prayer. You need to have a personal revelation of who you have come to meet with. And that was the assignment I gave you last week. I said you need to do a study on the Most High and who? The Almighty. In this service, we are going to talk about the Most High. In the second service, we'll talk about the Almighty. The Most High is one you have come to meet with. He's the Most High. The Most High comes from a Hebrew word called El Eloin. The Most High is the higher of the highest. Is the highest in authority. There's no other authority that supersedes his authority. He's the highest being. He's the highest court. He's the highest order. He's higher than any situation or circumstance. He is the most high. Things in your life can be high. Situations can be high. Circumstances can be high. The depth can be high. A lot of things can be high in your life, but listen to me, ladies and gentlemen, there is a most high. There is a being higher than whatever challenge, whatever situation, whatever circumstance, whatever is troubling our lives, whatever problems we're going through, he is the most high. And we need to know him by revelation that indeed he is the most high. One of the things that the Bible makes us to understand in our previous study is that there are three things we will get when we dwell in the secret place. Let's turn quickly to our text, uh, Psalm, Psalm 91, quickly, verse 1. Quickly, um, guys. 
He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High. Now, there are many secret places, but we are talking of the secret place of this particular person, this particular being, of the Most High, of El Eloi. If you dwell in the secret place of El Eloi, you must know him. Number one, you see, when you dwell in a secret place with a being or with an entity or with somebody, for you to enter the secret place, you must have been qualified. You must have been somebody special. Do you agree with me? Okay, let me look at your house. Let's break it down. Your bedroom in your house, is it a public place? It's a secret place. That can be, a, because there's limited access, isn't it so? Praise God. Now, let me talk to the married people, your husband, your wife, and probably your kids with permission. Amen? Because there was a time in my own life, my kid didn't know that she needed permission to enter my room. She would just enter, boom! We own this place together. How are you? You know? No, no, no. We have to start placing restrictions. All right? Praise God. Now, now, apart from those two, are there other people that come to your bedroom? I'm talking to married folks. Are there other people you invite to your bedroom? Yes, somebody said yes. Yes. I'm not talking of the Holy Spirit. Now, I know the Holy Spirit lives in your bedroom. Praise God. I know the Holy Spirit lives there. Amen? But there are other people that could come to your bedroom. Am I right? Yeah, there will be other people. But those people are special people. They are people you have been able to trust. Am I right? Praise God. Maybe your best friend. I don't know how best your best friend is. Can enter your bedroom. Praise God. Perhaps your own natural father. Perhaps. Perhaps your natural mother. Perhaps. Perhaps those close people to you. Very close. Your confidants. Praise God. Perhaps. But the point is, it's not a public place. It's not for everybody. They are limited access. Now, El Eloin, the Most High, if he's truly your God, you will have access to him. But you have to know him as El Eloin. The three things, remember, we said there are three benefits in the secret place. What is the first one? Protection. There is protection. But inside that protection, there are other things which you are going to learn today. There is deliverance in the protection. Not only deliverance, anyway, we'll get there. Let's first mention the three things that we get by going to the secret place. Number one, protection. Number two, dominion. You have dominion over the other and the serpent. Number three, love. Is it only people on this side that were in the previous services? Praise God. You have protection. Everybody say protection, protection, dominion, and love. Those are the three things you get from being in the secret place. Now, you have to know he that dwells in the secret place. You have to dwell with El Eloi. You have to recognize him as the most high, higher than any authority that has been higher than any situation or circumstance. Now, to understand this first, well, Bible scholars call something the principle of first mention. 
we will go into the Bible and see the first place that El Eloi was mentioned. Then we will know the capacity and the strength of El Eloi. Praise God. Are you with me? So let's quickly go to Genesis 14. The all-powerful God, this supreme being called El Eloi, elevated high, the most high. Praise God. The most high. The most high. Nothing is higher than him. No authority is higher than him. No situation is higher than him. No circumstance is higher than him. He's higher than any authority that is or will ever be. He's higher than any power that is or that will ever be. Praise God. We see the story here. Let me, because of the preview of the time we have, um, we see the story here that Abraham uh, in Genesis 14, um, Genesis 14, 18 to 22 is where the story is. We see, um, what's his name here? Um, Abraham. Abraham's cousin was captured, and when his cousin was captured, he went after him, and um, he, he delivered him, he brought him back, and when he brought him back, um, uh, when he brought him back, then he met with this being, is the priest of the Most High, this entity. Now, he's the one who helped us to see some things that the Most High could do, okay? And Melchizedek, the king of Salem, brought forth bread and wine. This was when Abraham was coming back from the massacre of the three kings, from the deliverance or delivery of his cousin, Lot. He brought forth bread and wine, and he was a priest of who? The Most High God. Verse 19. Who is Melchizedek again? The priest of the Most High God. Now, look at the information the priest of the Most High God is giving us. He said, and blessed be him. Blessed be Abraham of the Most High God, possessor of heaven and earth. Who is the Most High God again? He possesses heaven and earth. He owns everything in the heavens and on the earth. Now, this is the entity that Abraham had taken deliverance that helped Abraham take the deliverance of his cousin Lord. Now, listen. And he blessed him and said, blessed be Abraham of the Most High God. That is how we know that Abraham had a relationship with the Most High. If he did not have a relationship with the Most High, how can a man, Take 318 servants in his house and go after professional, professional soldiers. He had servants, but they were trained, but professional warriors. He went after them, dis, dismantled, disenabled, stripped them of their possession, and came back. The Bible even was careful. There was no casualty. How can that happen? See, he said, blessed be Abraham of who? The most high God, who is the possessor of heaven and earth. Now, go with me. See how God helped him. 
Now, he told us that there was a relationship. He called Abraham. Did he call, how did, did he call him Abraham of Tara? No. He called him Abraham of the Most High. May heaven recognize you as part of the Most High. You cannot connect with the Most High and be most low. You can't. Where he is, you shall be also. In the name of Jesus. Let, let's go on. Possessor of heaven and earth. And he blessed and blessed be the most high God, which had delivered thine enemies into your hands, and he gave him tithes of all. He said, blessed be the most high God. What did the most high God do? He delivered his enemies into his hands. I see every enemy of your soul, every enemy of your destiny being delivered into your hands in the name of Jesus. Why? Because you will recognize the most high as the most high. Higher than any situation, higher than any circumstance. You see, sometimes the way we live our lives as Christians, we think our problems are higher than God. We live our lives as if our situations, God can't do nothing about it. God can only bear with us, manage with us, struggle with us, and that's the end. No, a thousand times no. Your situations are underneath your feet. The devil is underneath your feet. You are with the most high. You cannot be with the most low. You are connected to him. Your God is the most high. Are you listening to me? Some of you need to say that word at least a thousand times a day. I am with the most high. I am with the most high. Everything is higher than this situation. My God is higher than this situation. I am higher than this problem. This problem is below me. It's beneath me. I am connected to the most high. Are you listening to me? Praise God. You are with the most high. You are part and parcel of the most high. Because you dwell with him. You are with him. Amen. But if we don't know the most high, we will not know how powerful he is to bring even our enemies under our feet. Praise God. I said praise God. Amen. Amen. This junction in his life, he had encounters with God. Abraham, he had been in the secret place. In Genesis 18, is a revelation that he was not a visitor in the, in, in the hidden place. Because God appeared to Abraham in Genesis 18.1. Praise the Lord. In the plains of Maine, God in Genesis 18.17 says, Shall I hide anything from my friend Abraham? You see, Abraham had built a relationship with El Eloin. That to the extent that El alone was calling him his friend. How can a mortal man become a friend of the Most High? He was dwelling in the secret. Can God call you his friend? <laughs> he said, can I hide anything from that which I do from Abraham? Can I? God himself saying that I love this guy Abraham. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. That's why God's love tragedy struck. They took his cousin. And many things can happen on the journey of life. You know what rightfully is yours can be taken sometimes. 
Praise God. They can take that job away from you, that promotion, that contract away from you. You can lose some things in life. Your health can be a challenge sometimes. He gave you sound and perfect health, but the devil wants to take it away. The devil raises his ugly head from time to time in our lives. Is that correct? And on Friday during the Bible study, oh, you should come for Bible study, amen? We learned how to deal with the devil. That when he raises his ugly head, what do we do? We resist him. And he will do what? Flee from us. We exercise our God-given authority. Praise God. Praise God. So we should know these things. Try get this truck. You might have failed an exam, lose your job, denied a visa, denied scholarship. Praise God. Your friend could have stabbed you in the back. What next? He responded and he responded well. The same Lord has insulted him in times past. He did not look at that. He said, I have to go and do what I need to do. Things about the Most High we must know. Number one, he does not work with unskilled and untrained folks. Get some training into your life. Do your part. God always is asking for what you are bringing to the table. There was a woman once called the widow of Zarephath. There was a woman once who uh, had nothing, was going to eat the last meal and die. He told the prophet, prophet said, what do you have in the house? He said, I got nothing. Prophet said, no, you're wrong. God doesn't work with nothing. You have to come with something. There must be something you can put in your hand. Now, listen, Abraham came with 318 trained soldiers. He did not know one day he would need to go and rescue his cousin, but he had trained servants. He had trained servants. How ready are you for the next level? How ready are you for the next season of your life? Get some training into your life. Come on, say it loud. I need some training. Professional training, get it. Hello? I love some people in this church. I'll see married women. You think they've given up education. They're going back to school. That is it. Get some training into your life. You've got your first degree. What of the second degree? Is it for you to look at or to do something about? Praise God. In these days of online, offline, middle line, no line education, you can do something with your life. Are you listening to me? Get some training. God works with something. Second Corinthians, Second Kings, sorry, chapter 4, verse 1 is the story about the woman who said she had nothing and the, the prophet said no. There must be a God. Because zero times anything is what? Zero. There must be something. You must come to the table with something. Number two, the Most High does not only protect, he delivers and he recovers. If you look at verse 16, verse 16 of Genesis 14, and we are going to also read verse 20 of Genesis 14. You will see what he did. Quickly, quickly, quickly. Genesis 14, 16. Guys, you've got to be on your toes. And he brought back all the goods. How many goods? All the goods. And also brought again his brother, Lot, and his goods, and the woman also, and the people. 
He recovered all. Now, listen to me. He went to war. God protected him. The reason why he went to war to recover, God helped him with recovery. He did not only recover some, he recovered what? All. So the most high, when he's involved in your life, this is the principle of first mention. Every detail was carefully written just for you. That not only will the most high protect you from evil that flies at day and the one at noonday and the one at night, not only will he protect you, he's going to help you recover anything the enemy has taken illegally. You will not recover 50%. You will not recover 60%. You will not recover 90%. You will recover 100%. And guess what? There is also bonus. When you recover, in those days when they go to war, the booty of war belongs to you. Do you understand? Not only will you take back what is yours, the extra, I said extra, who likes extra this morning? I said, come on, don't pretend you don't like extra. You like that bonus when your boss gives you bonus. And you do guys in businesses, when you have a bumper harvest, when you make 300% of what you made last year, is that good? Is that extra? Come on, let me hear a good amen in the house. I said, God will give you extra. You cannot trade with the most high and not have extra coming your way. I said, God will give somebody extra this morning. Oh, these people don't believe me. Let me come to this side. I said, God will give somebody extra this year. I said, God will give somebody extra. I said, God will give somebody extra. If you are that person, shout, yes! Extra is coming my way. That's number two. If you go to verse 20, go to verse 20 of this same chapter, Genesis 4, and blessed be the most high God which hath delivered thine enemies into your hand. He's going to bring delivery for you. I say, what do you want to do with this cancer? We cast you out into the abyss. You are not touching any member of my family again. That's what it is. Praise God. Number three, you need to know the Most High as a possessor of the heavens and the earth. He owns all things. This is what takes care of greed in our lives. Are you listening? Abraham passed that test of greed. Are you listening? He was supposed to take all the things. He said, no, I've lifted my hands to heaven. That will not touch a true lattice, lest you say you have made Abraham rich. Sometimes one of the challenges we face in life is greed. You're going after things that you shouldn't go after. But when you are with the most high, listen, because you know he possesses everything. Even you yourself, who owns you? See, that's what many people don't know. That the guy that is withholding, you and the withholding, and what you are withholding, who owns you? God, you're wasting time. Praise God. Our time is fast spent today, but I hope you have been blessed. Lift up your hands to heaven and thank God this morning. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 
Thank you for listening. We hope you have been blessed by the word today. Please join our services live every Sunday, 9 a.m. and 1045 a.m. and Bible study every Friday, 7 p.m. at 95 Church Street, St. Catharines. We hope you have a wonderful week ahead and God bless you.